Welcome to the fifth and final installment of the gossip series. I am really excited to be here today. I'd like to share this amazing review that I received from Sweet Dreams 2012. So it reads, Such a beautiful voice of wisdom and hope. So glad to have discovered this podcast, even though the workplace culture doesn't directly impact me. I am a massage therapist and in my one-on-one session with clients, I hear stories of workplace culture and realize how important it is that this be a place of health and hope. It is a family, as Rika understands. Now I will direct my friends in the workplace to this podcast for helpful strategies and encouragement. Rika's voice also has such a cheerful and hopeful tone. That just hearing her lifts my spirit. Grateful that this much-needed topic is being handled with wisdom and faith. Thank you very much. That just lights me up when I read that big smile on my face. Thank you so much. It proves to me that I'm doing the right thing, that I'm following God's calling on my life to deal with this issue of workplace culture, which is a tough one to deal with. And I am so thankful for every single listener who tunes in three times a week to listen to the podcast and I am thankful for each and every one of you and I look forward to connecting with you on the Facebook group. Now as I mentioned before I have left the best for last and I am super pumped to chat to you today about navigating gossip as a female Christian leader. Definitely get your notebook and pen handy for this one because this is going to be a super tactical episode. Let's do it. As Christian women in leadership, we often find ourselves struggling with the balance between implementing faith-based leadership principles and the worldly perspectives of our colleagues and team members. You once felt passionate about leadership, but have often come up against people with fixed mindsets who are unwilling to change. You feel like giving up and stepping out of your leadership role because is it really worth it? Friend, you're in the right place. Here we're not only going to talk about the challenges, we're going to tackle them head-on with a faith-based approach that's both practical and empowering. So, if you're ready to transform your leadership journey, to set boundaries that make a real impact, and to create a workplace culture where both you and your team can thrive, then join me in uncovering the strategies, wisdom, and godly guidance that will lead you to success. I'm Rika Whelan, and welcome to the Woman of Faith in podcast. Together we're going to navigate leadership with faith as our foundation. Let's get started. Grab your coffee or water, keep that notebook and pen handy and let's jumpstart your leadership. Okay so by now you know all of the negative and you know that I feel super passionate about you doing something about those gossip girls, those gossip queens, the grapevine guardians. They're not all female, some of them are male as well. But you really know by now how I have implored you to do something about this. But what should you do and what should you actually be doing? What steps should you be following? Okay, I hope you have your pen and notebook handy. The first thing you are going to do is you are going to pray. Pray every single day that God will guide you and give you the wisdom and knowledge in every single situation that you face at work. Every single morning you put on the armor of God 
and you pray Ephesians 6 verse 10 to 18 and I will read it from you to you. It's from the New International Version, the NIV. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his power, in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. So you can actually pray and you can say in the morning, I am putting on the helmet of salvation. Today, I am putting on the breastplate of righteousness. I am putting on the belt of truth. So you can actually pray that and say that I'm taking up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And then start praying for not only you as the leader, but start praying for your team. Because like it says here, our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So, number one, you should start praying. Pray for yourself and pray for your team. And you have to start believing that this is going to start making a difference. God not only wants us to pray and ask, but he also wants us to have faith that he can do it and that you are capable of winning this battle with him and with his angels behind you. Number two, do self-reflection. Okay, and this is a bit of a tough one, I will not lie, because you have to absolutely be honest with yourself in this one. So, Answer the following questions. Do I gossip? Do I inadvertently encourage gossip? Do I talk the talk but not walk the walk? Do I demand my team to respect each other and me, but I yell, embarrass, belittle, slander or gossip about them? Like I mentioned, this wasn't going to be an easy one, but... Let's think of a line. Think of a line on a piece of paper. And you can draw on your notebook now just a normal line from left to right, a horizontal line. On the left sits integrity. And on the right sits dishonesty. Where on this line, on this spectrum, do you sit? Are you more on the integrity side? Or are you more on the dishonesty side? Or are you somewhere in the middle? You still struggle a little bit, but you're not quite there yet. And look, you don't have to share this with anyone. This is completely private. It's a moment between you and the Lord. But all I'm asking is that you be honest with yourself. Right here, 
right now and in this moment. Why? Because we cannot move forward with any of the following steps unless you have clarity about where you are in this process. You cannot employ your team. You cannot work with your team. You cannot work with your leadership team if you yourself are not taking the step towards getting rid of gossip, towards being and having integrity as a leader. Now, when you join my six-month group coaching program, we will actually do this together one-on-one. And I'm going to help you dive deep into you and your leadership style. And the aim is not to make you feel inadequate or target your inadequacies. No. Actually, the aim is to understand who you are and why you are who you are. Because this greatly impacts your leadership style. Think about it this way. Every single thing in your history makes you who you are right now. Certain decisions that you make are either because of inner vows you've made to yourself saying, for example, I will never do that or I will never allow that to ever happen to me ever again. These are inner vows that we make to ourselves and unbeknownst to us that actually really affects who we become as a person later on. And a good example of this for me is that at some point in the last 19 years, I had a a line manager or a leader and I made an inner vow to myself that I will never be like that leader. And guess what? When I became a leader, I had this person in my mind. And every single time when I was making a decision, maybe not every time, but maybe every second or even third time, but definitely on a day-to-day basis, I was thinking, okay, what would that person do? And I'm going to do the opposite. Or how did that person handle this situation when I was working for them? Okay, which means I'm not going to do it that way. I'm going to do it in a different way. That was an inner vow that I made to myself to say, I will never be like that person. So that is why one of the reasons I was the way I was when I was in a leadership position, because I just didn't want to be like that person. But then your culture, the way you, your parents raised you, the discipline style, your partner, your children, every single thing in your current life and in your history and in your past made you who you are today. And it's quite important that we understand this because unless you unpack what that is, you cannot actually understand who you are as a leader. You can do all sorts of personality tests. You can do quizzes and surveys and X, Y, and Z. However, it's quite under, it's very important that you understand what happened in your history that made you who you are today. And I'm... I'm going to help you with that. So that's not something that we're going to do as part of a group. We're going to do that in a one-on-one session because not a lot of people feel comfortable being so vulnerable in front of another person. And and you might feel that you don't want to be that vulnerable with me. However, just know that the aim is not for me to judge you. I'm not here to judge you. God is the only judge. And yes, the day of judgment will come. But in the meantime, we've got an opportunity here on earth to make a difference. And sometimes that does mean that we have to do a bit of hard work. 
we have to work on our hearts and we have to work on who we are before we can start working on other people. It was the very first gossip episode which I mentioned in the Bible where it says, why are you worried about the speck in your friend's eye when you've got a log in your own eye? And this is exactly that part of the Bible which we're going to tackle. We're going to look at the log in our own eye um, so that we can move on to the speck in our friend's eye, which in, in essence is our team. Okay, number three, assess the current work situation. Okay, so what you're going to do is you are going to complete the free risk assessment on gossip in your workplace. So you can gain access to this by simply joining the free Facebook community. What I really want for you is to be part of the group, gain some, gain some, gain access to some of the extra value that I will pop in there, and take part in the daily reflection. So I pop a daily reflection in there um, just to get the conversation going. And I'm in there as well. And I answer if you've got any questions. So jump into that free Facebook group and you will gain access to the free risk assessment. And then use the risk assessment to identify the gaps and come up with an action plan. So it'll take you, it's a 15 page uh, risk assessment and management tool. And it'll take you through step by step on how to identify those gaps. And then you come up with an action plan. And this may include creating clearer boundaries surrounding no gossip in your workplace, SOPs regarding addressing workplace culture issues, um, and etc. So there might be many more things, more resources, more training that you and your team might need. And then involve your leadership team and train them to understand the importance of getting rid of gossip and why. So you might want to ask them to listen to the five-part series that you've just worked through so that they can also understand why it's important. Now, when you join my six-month group coaching program, we'll actually delve very deep into this process and I work through the risk assessment with you. I support you in identifying the gaps. We put the action plan together we create guidelines, policies, procedures, pledges, SOPs, everything you will and might need. We'll be doing it together and I'll be holding your hand every step of the way. And this is very much a group thing. So there are some amazing people out there with a wealth of knowledge regarding all of the things that I've just mentioned. And why not utilize that? If you're in a group, you can absolutely utilize another person's template or another person's idea or I, I will be providing templates as well, but why not actually delve in and gain access to other people's knowledge as well? Number four, speak to your whole team about the new expectations moving forward. Okay, so you are going to gather your team and let them know that you are committed. So this is important. You are going to say, I am committed to providing you with an environment that is positive, encourages growth mindsets and is safe. Let them know that gossip will no longer be tolerated and that you are making a commitment and would like them to make a commitment as well to strive for a gossip-free environment. So you first start with yourself and then you move it to them. And it's in this part where you, you can, uh, it depends company to company and organization to organization, but highly recommend that you get them to sign a no gossip pledge. They pledge that they are also going to be committed. And when you join my program, I'll provide you with a script. We'll run through it together. I'll coach you through the whole process. 
and will even do a couple of practice runs when your team doesn't agree or doesn't want to participate. What do you do then? Some people will be difficult. Unfortunately, that's part of life. 99% of people will be on board, but you will always get that 1% of people who won't want to do it. Why? Because they're usually the guilty ones. So we'll be doing some intensive training on that and you will be super prepared and know exactly what to do and exactly what to say to these people. Not only the, the ones who are being difficult, but to the people who are also on board. Number five, spot start spotting the gossipers. I'm just going to say that again. Five, start spotting the gossipers. You probably already know who the gossipers are if you had gone through the process of what I had mentioned in the previous episodes. I, I asked you to start documenting. Where do people gossip? About what do they gossip? Or about what do they are they talking about? And in particular, if you're part of the problem, then you're exactly going to know what they're talking about and who they're talking about. So I would actually recommend keeping a OneNote document, Microsoft OneNote, with each of your team members having their own tab, and then just start keeping notes on each of them. This will greatly help you down the line when you have to have some very serious conversations with them, and in particular, if you need to start issuing warnings. And this really, really, really helped me um, on previous occasions because uh, what anybody reported anything to me. It was doesn't matter if, that, if I was having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with that person or whether someone reported something to me about that person, and that wasn't necessarily only negative things, for example, them gossiping, it could have also been concerns. It was also praise. It was anything that anybody reported to me about any of my team members, I kept it on that OneNote, because why? It gave me a picture of who that person is over the duration of their time working for me. So over a two-week, two-year period, for example, I had extensive notes on each of my team, or, or specifically on that one person who's been working with, uh, for me for two years, and I have a picture of, of everything that they've gone through over the last two years. And sometimes that really helps to even show them the growth that they've gone through, the transformation that they have gone through from when they first started to now two years later. And I'm telling you, some people, it really helped them. It really supported them. And at their annual performance reviews, you can show them, look, two years ago, this is what you've gone through. And they can hardly believe it. They can hardly believe that they were in that place. And look at them now. So it's not only to just uh, document this, the bad stuff, but it's also for the good. And if you are not keeping individual notes on your team yet, I would highly recommend that you start. Now, in particular, this number five felt very icky to me as a Christian leader because the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13, 1, that we should not keep record of the wrong. The whole, the whole verse actually reads, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of the wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. And then Jeremiah 31, 34 says, Implicitly, God does not keep a record of sins. As he promises through Jeremiah concerning the least to the greatest, and I will forgive their wickedness, and I will never again remember their sins. 
And in particular, it was because of these two verses that I really felt icky about keeping record of the wrongs. But I want you to remember that this is a different situation because this is a work environment. We're working with a lot of various individuals. And because as an organization or as a workplace, we want to set the bar high and we're working again, like I mentioned before, we're working with individual human beings who are unpredictable. We have to set those boundaries in place. And again, it's similar to a risk assessment. We're putting, we are assessing what are the potential risks that any human being can be to our company. And then we're we're putting in practical steps and strategies to ensure that when something like that happens, we've got a plan in place. That's exactly what policies and procedures are. So it's not wrong to keep individual notes on each one of your team, because if you keep these individual notes, it's actually a way of keeping your team accountable. It's a way of keeping these individuals accountable for doing their job. I mean, they're getting paid to do that job, even in some volunteering organizations. I'm going to get rid of gossip, and I'm saying now that these people are getting paid, they're not getting paid. However, if they want to be a volunteer at your organization, then they also have to agree to policies and procedures. That's how it was in my previous organization that I worked for. They knew that by coming to volunteer in our organization, they had to follow our policies and procedures as well. So whether a person is getting paid or not is actually besides the point, but it is that they have to show a commitment. If they want to be there, they have to show a commitment. And then you have to also keep them accountable for that. Number six, support your team. Support the staff who are committed to change and train and support any new staff that are coming into the work environment. Okay, so first part of that was supporting the staff who are committed. And that could be praising them. That could be a pat on the back, a shake of the hand. I'm so proud of you. You're doing so well. Thank you very much for being so committed. Um, That could be putting up a break a morning tea on a Friday to say thank you. So if this is just a thank you morning tea, to say thank you so much for your commitment to this change that we're going through. I mean, there are, you can handwritten note goes a far way, I must say. And because I still have the handwritten notes and cards um, of one of my line managers. Why? Because it meant a lot to me. And then train and support new staff coming into the work environment. It's actually very important that as part of your induction process, now moving forward, you are going to make sure that all new staff understand that this is a no gossip zone. This is a no gossip zone. We do not tolerate gossip in this workplace. If you set the bar high from the moment that that person walks into your organization, then they are going to know and then there's going to be no other expectation and you can keep them accountable for that. I mean, you can even take it a further, you can take it even a further step back and you can now put this into your interview questions. You can ask any new candidates coming for an interview, how do you feel about gossip? What would you do if someone gossiped to you? What do you think the procedure would be? And then take that as a you can segue that into a conversation that says, actually, you might, be, you might be surprised to hear that we've got a no gossip policy here. And if you want to work here, you're going to have to sign a no gossip pledge because we are so committed to providing a positive workplace environment. 
where people can grow, where people can innovate, and where people can just enjoy coming to work. How does that sound to you? And then they're going to say, that sounds amazing. I definitely want to work here. And then you're going to have them at a high productivity level from the moment they step into your company because they can see that you're already committed to them. Amazing. Win-win. Seven, provide an ongoing positive work environment. And number seven is the last one. So provide an ongoing workplace environment. For each team, that will look different. A positive environment to you might look different to another organization. So my suggestion here is to ask your team what they think a positive workplace environment will look like and ask them to name physical things as well. So team building, effective communication training, friendly Fridays, online staff meetings every now and again, which means that they can sit in their PJs, have a staff meeting. If This is now if your staff meetings are after hours, um, which I know some organizations do. Uh, get-togethers. The sky's the limit, but ask your team. So how does all of this sound to you? Does it sound doable? Okay, I hope so. I'm going to quickly recap those seven. Number one was pray. Number two, do self-reflection. Number three, assess the current situation at work. Four, speak to your whole team about the new expectations moving forward. Five, start spotting the gossipers. Six, support your team, and seven, provide an ongoing positive work environment. Now, at this point, I'd like to personally invite you to the first round of the six-month group coaching program, which I've mentioned throughout this podcast, You where you will be able to take some serious action to move your workplace or department or even your organization from toxic to thriving. Do you want a proven system that has helped countless other leaders to take their organizations to the next level? Because this system has been tested before I am rolling it out to you. By getting rid of gossip, you can provide a safe and harmonious workplace environment for your entire team. How does that sound? That sounds amazing. But you've got deadlines. You've got reports. You've got training to complete. You've got new employees. You've got interviews. And then on top of all of that, you have your own family that needs you at home. And you don't know where are you going to find the time to figure it all out. Because who's got time to sit and think about it all? You're probably listening to this podcast in your car or whilst you're doing something else because you do not have the time to simply sit and listen, let alone complete an audit or a risk assessment of the current situation and then come up with an action plan. That's where the program comes in. Do you have one hour a week that you can commit? Do you have one hour a week that you can utilize to go through this program And within six months, get rid of gossip for good. Okay, for a moment, I'd like you to close your eyes and visualize what a work environment without gossip will look like, feel like, and sound like. You can hear your team chatting about sports, the new local cafe that's opened, their favorite coffee spots along the beach. There's not a bad or negative vibe or word in sight. That's what I want for you, friend. Nights where you can sleep, not worrying about the workplace culture issues at work. Peace at home because you're not taking your frustration with your team out on your partner, your husband, your wife, or even your kids. Because let's be honest, they often get the short end of the stick. 
You gain back the time you've spent on mediating conflicts, claims of bullying, claims of discrimination, and the list goes on. This is all, all, all possible for you today. Please go to womenoffaithinleadership.com and fill out the application form to join the program. I will get into contact with you very shortly after where we can jump on a Zoom call and talk about the program because I know you will have many, many, many questions. And I think just putting all of the information on a website is not going to tell you exactly what the program can do for you. I want you to jump on a Zoom call with me and we can talk about it. So if this sounds amazing to you, because it sounds amazing to me, because I've gone through this whole process myself, then jump on jump on womenoffaithinleadership.com, fill in your application form today. Do not leave it because... You are multitasking at the moment, which means that you're probably just going to move on to the next thing and then you're going to forget. Okay, friends, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate and love you all, all of my listeners. And I look forward to seeing you next week with a brand new episode. Stay tuned. See you then. so much for listening if this podcast blessed you in some way the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a review your feedback means the world to me and lights me up every single time when i read it and it makes me want to keep going so please leave a review and your review will also help other christian women in leadership find the answers they are looking for so whether you're on spotify or apple Podcasts, scroll down to the review section and leave that review then head over to womenoffaithinleadership.com and join our free Facebook community and I look forward to engaging with you there.